Welcome to a new episode of the Hampton Boss Moms, the video series. I'm really starting to love this because I get to talk to all these amazing women. My guest today is Andressa Costa. Hi, Hi Andressa. Hi, Kim. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited. To... You're very welcome. I'm just really sorry that nobody could see you while I can see the green room before we come on. You were jamming. I like that. I was trying to figure out how long we both know each other. And I remember one moment because our sons are not that far apart. Your son is a little younger. And I remember being in your house and my son, actually, your son was still in a maxi cozy. He was like really tiny. And my son was going through your kitchen cupboards and I think he found food coloring. So we actually left your house, remember? And I was like, you might want to baby proof that kitchen. And you're like, oh God. I was like, give my son another hour and you'll know exactly what to look out for when your son knows that. I always oh, love to have moms that have the next stage of your kids. So you know, like, what are you looking for? What are you expecting in the future? So after that, I definitely changed a lot of things in my cabinet. <laughs> the worst part is they still find more things that you never even thought of that they could use and make a mess of. I know, that is true. Always on top of it, always exactly. ahead of them. <laughs> I also remember us having a few very serious conversations about really mom topics that you don't talk about every day. That helped me a lot back then. I like that we're here now and that we're talking about what we're actually doing. So why don't you start introducing yourself a little bit and then I'll add on with the parts that I want to drill in a little bit. Okay. For those who don't know me, my name is Andressa Costa. I'm from Brazil. I came to United States about 23 years ago. First Miami, then New York City, and then the Hamptons. I am a mother of a five-year-old. I live in Sag Harbor full-time. I am a horse lover. If you don't see me shucking oysters or if you don't see me in the magazines and modeling around the world, I'm at the horse barn. So that's me. And then a little addition to all that is that I actually started to work for East Magazine and East Hampton Star for their sales and marketing division. So I'm juggling a lot of things now. I don't know what's going to give in. <laughs> Probably housework, because now well, housework <laughs> is going to be at the bottom of my list. <laughs> if we want to use the term boss mom, that's probably what you are, because yes, you're doing all those different things. This is your Instagram account. First Gosh. of all, it's an amazing picture. I wish I had something close to that on my Instagram. So tell me a little bit about the modeling. <laughs> yes, modeling. I have a lot to say, a lot to share with that, because I've been doing for more than 23 years. I started in Brazil and then I had an opportunity to come and model in the United States. And then from there, I went all over Europe. I traveled all over the world and I did that and I still do it, believe it or not. I never thought I'll be modeling at 23 years old, but I am. <laughs> now it's a lot of like skincare, like everybody loves to have that anti-age. Come on, look at this. This is yeah. pretty. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I've been around. So uh, modeling was a great way for me to travel, to have my own money, to meet cool people and experience all aspects of a modeling world, <laughs> which is a lot. There's a lot of 
good and bad experiences there. But let's focus on the good experiences. Absolutely. What if your son would be like, mom, I'm going to be a model. What would you say to that? I would totally support him, of course, but I don't want to push that, especially now that we live in Sag Harbor. So I would have to move into the city if he does decide to model. I worked with a lot of kids who are models and it does take a toll on their kids stuff because instead of being outside and playing and socializing or playing sports or something, they are on set or doing auditions and all that. So it takes a very special kind of personality for that. I'd seen kids that they were perfect for it. They're very comfortable on camera and they're like goofy and they're artist personality. Some kids are like that. So yeah, if he wants to, no problem at all, for sure. <laughs> but as we saw earlier, this is something you did and something you still do, but you started another career. So we're quickly going to head back here and look at the second part, the oyster shucker, which I had no idea you even did, which is just another very good example of why we need the boss moms, because we meet all the time on the playground and I didn't even know you started this, but you sure did. So <laughs> tell me about yes. this. So oyster bliss. Everything started actually when I went to Alabama. My husband's from Alabama. So it's tradition in his family during Christmas to sit around a circle, shuck oysters, drink, play music, because he's also, also a musician. In Brazil, I never even had any oyster. I didn't have any exposure to that. So for me, it was such a wild and good experience to have that with my husband's family that I was like, oh my God, I want to help. I want to shuck. And that's my personality too, like totally hands-on. I wanted to try different things. I wanted to help my father-in-law who was the only one shucking. And I was like, of course, I'm super hungry. I want more oysters. I love it. Come on, let's do this quick. Anyway, I had that experience and I loved it. And then when I went back to the city, I was mentioning to my booker, like, oh my God, this is what I did this Christmas. And it was amazing. I love oysters now. And then coincidentally, she was like, oh my God, you need to meet a friend of mine that has a catering company and they are looking for oyster help. I ended up working with this person for eight years. He taught me everything about how to shuck oysters and all that business side of it. And then when I moved here, I saw there was a little opportunity to maybe do my thing or maybe expand his business or something. So I was open to create something out here because I was living here full time. I was missing shucking oysters in the city and I was like, why not opening my own thing? And then my friend was like, why don't you shuck oysters for my birthday or for my kid's birthday? I'm like, maybe I can do that. So I started doing it on my own just for fun, for friends and family, not as a business. But then after the third one, I was like, oh my God, this is something people love it. There is a market for it. There is people who are willing to experience what I have to offer. I started the business last year, last summer and was a snowball. I had only three events when the summer started. And then from one event was just a snowball into different kinds of events. I shocked for parties of 10 people just for a family, which they ate the most oysters ever. It was so funny. <laughs> oh. I was sweating. I was shocking like 200 oysters in an hour and a half. It was crazy. Um, 
And I love parties like that, that they are really oyster lovers and really appreciate the taste and the experience. Also for people that never had oysters in their whole life and they had it with me and then they was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is such a good experience. So yeah, that's what I am now. We are entering year two of Oyster Bliss. Which really is fantastic. And I have to say when you mentioned what you're doing within the group, there were actually quite a few members already who did an oyster shagging with you and they were all raving. So the other ones were taken out. So I can see how you are going into a very busy summer. Let me quickly show you this. Yeah, there was, was a whole story on you. Tell me about this. I didn't know, but people love oysters. And now here in New York City and around this area, oysters are very special for a lot of people. I had people who I shock oysters that they're like, oh my God, our engagement party was all around oysters. There was an oyster theme. The other one's like, oh, I found a pearl and it was so special and I always like oysters. So I, I started meeting those people that are really oyster lovers. And then the writer met me and she was like, oh my God, like she saw the whole picture. Those people that look at you, they know it right away, how it's going to be. That was Emily. She's a lovely writer, very talented. It was very interesting to see the process too, because she just asked me a few questions. We just met over the phone one time and then that's it. She wrote this beautiful article. I was very happy because, you know, sometimes you don't know what they're going to write about it. And I tend to tell a lot more than I should, <laughs> but uh, she really captured the essence of me, the essence of the business, the oysters. And it was a very beautiful collaboration that she put it together. What would you say you love the most about that business? I love oysters, period. <laughs> I think what I've been discovering, and this is still a journey for me, tying everything together, but I think what I love most is just that we have a moment that I can connect with different kinds of people during a party. So through the oysters, we can have a conversation. It's like a little mini second exchange of ideas or exchange of the experience. A lot of people love to know about the oysters, where it's coming from, that the oysters are a filter mechanism and it's, it's environmental for the base. So I feel like oyster can tie me and the person who I'm shucking oysters and the environment in so many different ways. And I love to have that initial exchange of love. <laughs> That's very nice. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just an exchange of love, right? It's like a passion, positivity, and whatever is happening in that five seconds moment while I'm shucking the oysters. <laughs> you could probably live everywhere, anywhere in the world. You chose the Hamptons. Why is that? That is true. I had many possibilities. I lived in Europe, in Germany, Spain, Greece. I have to say I love Europe. I almost moved there. And the Hamptons is very interesting because when I was living in the city, I had my Hampton experience and I hate it. The modeling went to this house that was full of drugs and pretty girls naked. I was like, wow, get me out of here. It's not me. So I never went back. <laughs> I never want to go back. So people were like, let's go to the Hamptons. I'm like, gross. No, I'm not going. So, <laughs> I know. 
<laughs> I know a lot of people have that feeling, right? Then it's only after I was living in New York, probably like five years, maybe, that we met a surfer couple. I don't surf, but my husband surfs. And they're like, oh, you have to come to the Hamptons. It's a great surf spot. And me and my husband were like, no, this is not going to happen. <laughs> we both don't like it. We don't want that. And then he insisted, no, it's going to be cool. We camp there. I know great spots that nobody knows it. And my husband like, oh, camping. Oh, surf spots that nobody knows. Okay, let's give it a try. Mm. And then we did. We camp at... Um, at Cedar Point when it was not glamping. We did that many times. And then we got to know the other side of the Hamptons, the more nature, the more local people, the real essence of the Hamptons rather than just people who come to party. After that, we're kind of like, okay, I'm sold. Really want to be here. So we started looking for a house that was 10 years ago. Even back then, it was really hard to find a house because we have a budget. It was everything above the budget. We finally found something that was in our budget and then boom, cash offer, lost it. You know how it is. I think a lot of people go through that. Luckily, we finally found a house in Saga Harbor that was perfect for what we wanted to do. We ended up building a new house and remodeling the back house and little by little expanding that. What do you love the most living here today now with your family? What I love the most out here, honestly, I think it's going to sound like, come on, but it's the community. I love my community. I love my mom friends and I love the fact that I can call them. Hey, can you take care of Max? I need to work. It's a really tight community that we support each other, we respect each other and we help each other. I think that's very important to have. And especially for me that my husband's not here from Monday to Wednesday. He works in the city. I feel like I really need that because I'm very social. I'm very like people pleaser and like to have people around me. For a long time, it was very hard just being out here and not having somebody around and taking care of a baby, meeting those key people that helped me to go through difficult moments of motherhood and difficult moments of being by myself here. I think that's the most important thing we have to grow together, right? To have to support each other. Otherwise, you have no one. <laughs> Sad and depressed, probably. And yes, yeah. I totally agree, obviously, because that is the main motivation behind the Hampton Boss Moms idea is that I think we are quite a few very strong women out here. And if we can help each other, we can be even stronger. And exactly. So I totally second that on community. I think that really is one of the main perks that we have out here. Yeah. So with all the energy you have and the optimism, how do you deal with hurdles, with things that don't go your way? Is there like an Andressa technique to that? Oh my God, that's a good question. I never really stopped to think about that because I always think positive and even if something does not happen, maybe I try to convince myself that <laughs> that was not a good opportunity because it was not meant for me. So I always have like a positive outcome to it or like it will come in the future. Maybe it's not the right time or, <laughs> oh, she'll change her mind. <laughs> I'll just be here waiting. <laughs> oh, 
all very valid and very good points. Absolutely. I think it's important if you make it your mind focus on the bad, it's most likely to attract that. Of course, I do think, but I'm trying not to always think the positive that things will turn out, even if it's not the way you want it in a positive way. Oh, I agree. Would you walk us through your day? Like, how do you handle all these different oh pieces God. and parts? It's funny because I'm not really an organized person because I'm Gemini. I always blame that I'm Gemini. I'm always in the air. <laughs> so I'm not that person that have everything together. <laughs> My husband, he's the engineer, like more mind person, organized. I remember like before I started the business, he's like, why don't you use Google Calendar? I'm like, a what? <laughs> Google Calendar? Oh, that's quite a good work? idea, actually. <laughs> so when I started using Google Calendar, it took me a while because people is like, oh, come to my birthday party Saturday. I'm like, oh, yeah, sure. And of course, I wouldn't go. It took me a while to really use that technology to be like, when is it? Okay, let me put on my calendar. Da -da -da, done. So I think that's one little trick that I have on my catted mind. Way. Just do it at the moment because otherwise I'll forget. Do you do any kind of meditation? What's your go-to method to calm yourself down? If there is one. Well, it's funny you said that because I started alternative practice since I was nine years old in Brazil. So I'm way ahead of did. you guys. <laughs> So it's my thing, which right, lately I've been having a hard time to put everything together because you ask me like, how is my day? It's like kids take my kid to school and then go to the office and then planning meetings in the afternoon before pickup and then picking him up and schedule a play date and then go feed the horses every day at four o'clock because of that busy schedule that I'm having right now, I've been slacking on my spiritual practice which i used to do in the city at least like three four times a week i would go there to a center and then i'll have one hour sometimes two hours of time to do that but out here the only center is in the city so i have to go into the city i try to put that on my schedule when i go into the city for castings or when i do some doctor's appointment i try to combine that because for me it's part of my childhood in a sense so for me it's extra important because it is a spiritual practice but also you connect me with my childhood with my family is a good feeling that i have when i go there it's very familiar it's very homey even though it's japanese so it's nothing to do with my hometown <laughs> japanese is like and then you give energy to the hands. Tell me a little bit about that spiritual practice. It's originated in Japan. It's the same lineage as Reiki, but it took different routes. So you give energy through the hands. You have special points in your body and you give certain minutes to each point. The session is about 45 minutes. Any hamto moms, if they want it, I can give it for you guys. You know how to do that yourself. Yeah, yeah, I've been doing since I'm like 10 years old, yeah. Okay, I'm just adding that to the long list of things you do. That's fascinating, that's an interesting offer. That's really interesting. I didn't even know that you did that. Yeah, I know. I've been hearing that a lot. I didn't know you do that. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> like, I mean, it's kind of hard to keep track. 
I feel like I'm ancient when I start thinking about it because I've done so many things in my life. Like I was a personal trainer before, I'm a kettlebell certified trainer. I tried so many different entrepreneurs routes, but nothing really worked, which I'm very excited about Oyster Bliss because sometimes you want something and you really force that and you're like, this is going to work. And you don't realize that <laughs> it's not meant for you or it's yeah. not that time for you. Right. True. So I feel like through my whole life, I try to force something, an example, like working in a jewelry store. I did that for a while. And then you force and nine to five every day. And then this is what I want to do. And then all of a sudden you're like, this is not what I want to do. <laughs> What's next? So my whole life was trial and error a little bit. I have to do it to see that was not for me, but in a way that built up also for what it's right for me. Does that make sense? It makes a lot of sense. I can totally relate. Yes, I think it makes okay. sense. And the funny yeah. thing, as it sounds with the oysters, is that's not even something you went after. If you yes. been asked that 10 years before, you'd probably be like, not in this life. And now it is something that you're very passionate about. You're really good at. And there's a market for it. The time is perfect for it. Yeah. So, and then everything is easy. I can relate. Since I moved here seven years ago, I tried so many different things. Like I need to do this and then I need to do that. And I started it all, but then it just fizzled mostly because my passion for it fizzled out too because it was never really great to start with but then I really felt like nah no that was the wrong I tried it but it's not it and now building this community for me I never expected it to be something like this but I can talk about it the whole day and yeah. that I think is what makes it different and it's a great feeling to find that but I also think you only find that when you try because this is yeah. it's nothing you can write out and make a theoretical schedule around it'll never tell you if your heart is in it and i think that is a huge thing yes exactly a lot of people close mm -hmm. themselves to experience yeah. something True. like for my thing and then what i discover that works for me might not work for other people is that i want to experience and i want from the experience decide if it's the right thing for me or not True. I usually say yes to everything that I have a good intuition to it that you feel like, oh, I'm interested about that. Let's see what it is. So if I have that intuition that I'm curious or if I'm somehow interested, I'll go for it. Talking about the next thing that you didn't say no to is the newspaper and the magazine. So what are you doing there? Yes. So that's a new job. I just started two weeks ago. So very new. So I don't know exactly where is it going. I'm still in training. But so far, my personality, I have to say that I love challenges <laughs> and I don't mind a difficult task, <laughs> but yeah, it's been very difficult. I'm selling ads and a lot of people don't see value on the ads. I do see it. I was like, why do you don't see value on the ads? It's your community. It's your newspaper. You should be involved in the community. We've been here for, since 18, 1886. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is there something that's like a dream, something that's left where you're like, that is something I would love to do at some point? Huh, that's a really good question too. Because I'm always living to the fullest. 
uh, even though other people might not see as the fullest, I see as the fullest. <laughs> and I have to say that I already checked a lot of boxes of my dreams. At least um, I remember when I came to the United States, every day I was like, oh, I wish I would work in a farm and have horses and ride them. And that came as soon as I moved to the Hamptons, it came right away. And I'm like, whoa, this is amazing. I'm riding horses. This used to be my dream. I always had that dream. And it's one of those things that it didn't come easy to me, but I would always love to is TV. Do more TV stuff. During COVID, I did a lot of acting and I really enjoyed that and it was so fun. Maybe that will be the future. Maybe all these things that's happening in my life now is to prepare something different in the future. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> oh, I hear you. I hear you on that. <laughs> so if you would have to finish this sentence, for me, the Hamptons boss moms are? Um, the Hamptons boss moms are a platform to unite us all as moms and as women and human beings so we can grow together and learn from each other and experience amazing moments. I like that. <laughs> if somebody listens to this and says, you know what, the oyster thing, everything I heard, I want this, I need this. How does your summer look? Are you already all booked? No, I'm not all booked, which is funny because I am booked all Saturdays in June and then nothing until September and I'm booked all September, <laughs> which is weird, but uh, sometimes that what happens, you know, like whatever. I feel that'll change. It feels like everybody is just taking a deep breath at the moment in preparation of summer to start. Yeah, yeah. We will have your website underneath this. So if people want to reach out, you will have a member's profile in the Boss Moms so people can reach out through that as well. Yes. And then also, if any mom wants to have any questions or anything, we're here for you. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> Thank you for a very inspirational conversation. I wish every one of us would have a little bit of Andressa energy at times because yes <laughs> it's great to listen to you and i think you pulled something off that's amazing and the oyster bliss business i can see that go very far and you'll be chugging oysters like crazy this summer i'm pretty sure yeah i'm looking for help so if you know anybody or if some of your hampton moms wants to be trained chuck oysters and available on the prime time that everybody's <laughs> busy which is saturdays and fridays cocktail hours we'll know where to find you absolutely I thank know. you so very much have thank a you. great rest of your day and we'll be seeing much more bye thank now you. bye